Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. So as you know, on every Friday, we have RJ Benjamin uh, for a feature where we go behind the music. And this time around, we're looking at the music of Jonathan Butler. Good afternoon, RJ. Good afternoon. Interesting choice, interesting choice. Yeah, you know, um, I think the choice really popped up because um, I... It's his birthday this month, wasn't it? It was his birthday um, on the 9th of October. I, I can't actually believe it was 58. Yeah. I, I, I mean, just saw that. I thought, It's crazy really? because he was a child yes, star. Yes, yes. Um, and uh, he he always comes back to South Africa to, mm. to visit, always. He, he's often here. Um, and I saw him all over social media. Um, Ernie Smith and him are good friends. Yes. So I saw he was... Uh, they were hanging out. Um, he was in Cape Town. He brought this um, l- uh, legendary bass guitarist uh, uh, w- with him uh, named Marcus Miller. Something very accessible about mm. Jonathan Butler. As you said, oh, yes. you know, he's always here. And it's he's gone, but he's never quite gone. He's that yeah, one mean, of those really, truly South African I, I, artists. I sometimes feel like South Africans take um, his superstardom almost for granted. granted. Mm. And maybe it's because he, he, he's still so close to home. Yep. And yet he isn't. You yeah. know? He, he doesn't live in South Africa. Yeah. He hasn't for a very long time. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's a very special artist. You know, when you listen to Jonathan Butler, even to this day, you can hear that he's a South African mm. uh, and you can hear where, where his roots come from. It's, it's quite beautiful. And, and exactly that. I think that's for me what makes him so unique that musically he, he has not left us at all. He's still so yeah. South African. When you hear him, you just know. Yeah. I, 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 look, I heard an interview with him. Um, I was doing the Cape Town Jazz Festival. This must have been like 10, 10 years ago. And I, I've never met him personally. Mm-hmm. I'd love to. Uh, I mean, I know people who know him, but I've never met him. And uh, he was staying in the same hotel. And then he got into the lift. Now, I'm not a, a, a very tall guy. No, no, no. Uh, I mean, but. And, you know, you know, Jonathan Butler is <laughs> larger, not- larger than life. Um, and I expected... Uh, uh, like a man who's tall. like six feet no, tall plus and he walked he's into the not. lift and I was like this looks like Jonathan Butler but this is a small guy anyway uh, it was quite a fascinating thing but in this interview he um, he, he basically said that he, he feels uh, it's part of his um, uh, he's, he's obliged uh, uh, it's, it's, it's part of his mission really to to, to educate uh, you know his listeners in the world about the beauty of South African music, mm. um, and, and and I think that's why it consistently and continuously uh, seeps through all of his music. Yeah, uh, he picked up the co- the guitar quite early in life. I mean, as a as a boy uh, growing up in Cape Town. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, he he was he was born to be what he became. Mm. Um, that said, when you go to Cape Town, my wife uh, he he grew up in Athlone. Yeah, my wife grew up in Strandfontein, okay. um, and uh, and. I think what I've understood from my wife, and in particular the colored community, um, music is just so—it's in their veins. It's like they—it's a lifestyle. It's—it's it's part of. It really is. Everybody in Cape Town can yeah. sing, and well, pretty much everybody can play an instrument. Um, look, I think he—he he definitely st- stood out. Mm-hmm. He became uh, Cape Town's. Um, I'd say young Michael Jackson mm-hmm. or young Stevie mm-hmm. Wonder. He was that guy, you mm-hmm. know. Um, he he had a um, he, he his first single um, was a song called "Please Stay," which was a cover by the group called The Drifters. And um, I mean, the fascinating thing about Jonathan Butler that people don't know is 
This this guy was the first black artist or artist of color played by white radio stations. Really? I think it was Springbok Radio at the time uh, who who played Jonathan Butler. Uh, his song and uh, his music was the first. He won an award. He won what? a Sari Award. What was it about the music? I mean, can you pinpoint why his particular song or his music was just that just was that first right. crossover? Look, I, I definitely think it was right time, right place, which yeah. is so often the case with artists. So I think. Um, uh, he, he was exceptional. Yeah. He did have this young Stevie Wonder slash young Michael, Michael Jackson Jackson, yeah. Jackson 5 sound about him. Yeah. And, people, and look, I mean, he was so cute. Oh, yes. He, he, absolutely. No, listen, I can tell you, he I mean, was so cute. If you haven't seen what Jonathan Butler yeah. looked like as a little boy, yeah. you need to go to YouTube now. Yeah. Uh, or wait, first listen to this. But, uh, <laughs> but ultimately, I think people just love the fact that uh, he seemed to come at this perfect time. He was uh, he was incredibly talented for such a young kid. Mm. Mature, the mm. way he sang, the way he played, the, um, it, it was all um, of someone who was in his twenties mm. or thirties, mm. even you know. And and people just loved to to be able to say, "We've got our very own yeah. uh, young Michael," or yeah. you know, our version of that. And he had the charisma as well. Oh, there was something. There was yeah. that sparkle. That he had, but that—that's why I think you knew he was going to be a star, yeah. you know. And, and and it's so obvious even on his very first hit, "Please Stay." And and it was also that the international recognition came in quite early. Well, it, um, it, there was certainly buzz. Yeah, there was certainly buzz. I mean, Jonathan essentially, um, he he, off the back of songs like "Please Stay" and a few other uh, hits, all mostly covers. And often by uh, by the same by the same groups like the Drifters, mm. um, he he really uh, I think he felt like he had reached a point where it was time to uh, spread out, and he he signed to an inter- international label called Jive Records. Mm. And if anybody knows anything about Jive Records, um, it's that Jive has its roots in South Africa. Um, it was created by Johannesburg-born uh, musician Clive Kelder, mm. um, who uh, yeah I mean you know and. And ultimately, they they left South Africa. But as often happens with South, um, sort of labels linked to South Africa, they're all aware that we have so much talent here, mm-hmm. and they often look inwards. And Jonathan was w- was was one of those. It was perfect timing. He was there was buzz about him. There was specifically buzz because he was the first black artist to play on white radio stations. Um, and so he left. He he left. He moved to the UK. Um, and uh, yeah, and and that was really the start of his in, in, international career. But I, I would say the song that that really c- kind of made people sit up was "Please Stay," without a doubt. Okay, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be back with more on Jonathan Butler after this. So please say by Jonathan Butler. Believe it or not, actually, if you didn't know any better, you would easily say, no, 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 the Jackson 5. It's the Jackson 5. No, absolutely, man. He, he had such a beautiful voice, man. Like yeah. such great control. Yeah. You know, there are guys like me who are, you know, who, 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 will, never, who will never quite have that, that, that control. It's just, it's, it's, and it's mature. It's, mm. like, it, it's like this guy has been doing it way beyond yeah. his years yeah. at the time. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable, really. And, and, and their ability to also sing like you know what you're talking about. Well, you know I, that, you I mean, know it's, inter- it's an interesting point because someone like Randall Abrams on Idols always uh, used to say to the young uh, young contestants, you know, um, you know, you don't really understand what that song's about, and I can tell, you know, he he would he would always grill them on that, yes. you know, and it does sound like he, he knows what he's talking no, I mean, about. It's like, it's it's like, like his heart's totally, been broken. Yes. Yeah, it's like he's totally gets it. Yeah. You know, please, please stay. Yeah. Like, what do you know about this desperation? There, man. But it sounds like he knows what Absolutely. he's talking about. So what happens when he gets to the UK? Well, it took him a while to really kind of break uh, 
breakthrough. Um, uh, there, there were several demos r- recorded. He, uh, he, he worked for several years. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, so, so 1981 is, is essentially when he left and he got to, to the uh, UK and he started working with Jive. Mm-hmm. But it only really, he, he only really kind of slowly broke out in 1985. When he recorded uh, the Staple Singers' uh, classic hit uh, "If You're Ready, Come Go With Me," mm-hmm. and um, and I mean, ultimately, even with that song, he he kind of got lucky. He jumped onto it, it was duet with um, um, a Jamaican uh, singer named Ruby Turner, okay. and uh, she she heard him, yeah. and was like, "This guy's got something," and she brought him onto the song, and. I think what's incredible about uh, If You're Ready, Come Go With Me, I don't know about you, but I always thought it was a Jonathan Butler song. And I don't know if that's a South African thing. uh, Yes, Um, I I always thought it was his his original song. Absolutely. It's credit. Look, in the credits... He's, feature, he's a featured artist, but it's a Ruby Turner song. Really? Ruby Turner is the one who, who released the song, and the song reached number 30 on the UK charts, and I think it charted in New Zealand. But it, 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 he was a feature uh, as, as, as a singer and a guitarist. Yes, yes. Um, but what's remarkable, uh, amazing about situations like that, I'll loosely speak about me. Yes. I, I recorded the song called Change the World, and yes. I, I often speak about it. I was a featured artist, and for some reason, I got kind of lucky in, in the sense that a lot of people, when they talk about the song, they just say, R.J. Benjamin, Change the World. How it's does not that happen? My song. Um, what, I don't, what makes that happen? I don't know. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's the, uh, the, the, the presence of that artist is just stronger within the song. And I always felt that way about Jonathan Butler on yes. Come Go With Me. Yes. I, I hear it as a Jonathan Butler song. I mean, I to- uh, I mean I'm going to sit here and I, I, I want to argue with you and say, <laughs> no, 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 it is his song. I think Which it is. is I mean, but he. Um, I mean, I wonder how they made Ruby Turner feel. I don't know. But <laughs> um, but ultimately, the, the song is credited to her. But let. But in reality, um, it was his first international breakout song. It's a big song. It was a big song. Okay, let's play it. Life happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. So thanks so much for staying with us. We're looking behind the music and my, I'm in conversation with RJ Benjamin and today we're looking at Jonathan Butler and that song that we were arguing about, RJ, that no, 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 it is Jonathan Butler's song. <laughs> Which is not uh, no. come come um, come play with me. Come go with come me. Come go with me. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. And you discovered this when that it was not his song. Well, no. I mean, you know, obviously, I did a bit of research. Uh, uh, it, it's pretty easy. Did I mean, you be, kind of like do a double take? I, I did a complete double take because I think initially it was just that. You know, we all do it. I yes. typed in Jonathan Butler, yeah. "Come Go with Me" on yeah. YouTube, yes. and it didn't quite come. like uh, you, you know, it didn't pop yes, up. Yes. So then, I, so I was like. That's, Wait, that's weird. Wasn't there a female singer Come. who sang with him on the song? And then I, I googled it. Oh, it's Ruby Turner. Okay, and then I went back to YouTube. It's Ruby Turner. It's just it. It. it, it I was. I was taken aback. It's. Uh, it's. It's quite fascinating. And so that that must have. I mean, that was a, a lovely surprise for a career. Oh, absolutely. Uh, um, uh, sometimes you need that little foot in the door, yeah. and uh, for him, it. Uh, it. It was a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Um, two years later. Uh, he would he would ultimately uh, write what became I, I think the classic Jonathan Butler song um, Lies, yeah. uh, which all of us in South Africa at the time I mean I would have been what eight years old um, you know a lot of young South Africans even to this day still try and emulate that song mm. um, it 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 earned him a Grammy nomination um, this was also a far more mature Jonathan Butler mm. that song um, that song. In, in in a weird way actually brought Come Go With Me 
uh, to a broader market of South Africans. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and often that happens. So, so even though "Come Go With Me" uh, was a was a was a song that came out two years prior, yeah. um, when "Lies" broke out, became um, a, a, a Billboard hit. Um, it got nominated n- nominated for a Grammy Award. It basically gave him international stardom worldwide. Mm. Um, it opened up um, his entire pr- uh, back catalogue to the world, mm. um, and suddenly people were like, "Wow, this Jonathan Butler guy has been, been around. He's and been he's around. Been doing stuff. Absolutely." Um, and the song, I think, what is so important about Lies is because uh, up to this point, especially internationally, Jonathan, um, p- people knew he played a bit of guitar, but no one really knew what kind of guitarist he is. Mm. And if you've watched Jonathan Butler play, you know that this is a wonderful guitarist, mm. um, a beautiful guitarist who's, who's influenced a lot of South African guitarists, most, mm. most notably Ernie Smith, mm-hmm. uh, but many others. Um, and... Um, and and what's beautiful about Lies is it's a commercial hit, mm-hmm. uh, no doubt about it. Um, but he, showca- he showcases um, his guitar skills. Mm. I love the fact that he scats. Um, he shows off. He shows off. <laughs> he shows off. But he the song is off. funky. Yeah. Um, it, uh, um, you, and you can still hear that this guy is proudly South African, which I absolutely adore about the song. Lies by Jonathan Butler. What a lovely end to the afternoon. Oh man, that song just makes me happy. I know it's about lies, but <laughs> it's such a happy song, man. I yeah. can't explain it. Wait, where do you think, I mean, he's become quite a jazz artist now. Am I wrong? Well, he plays at a lot of jazz festivals. Yeah. Um, he's dabbled in gospel. Um, he had a big yeah. song called Falling in Love with Jesus. Um but uh, he does. He features on a lot of um, jazz artists' uh, albums. Um, I think the most, probably the most famous uh, recording he's he's done of late. He did a rendition of "No Woman, No Cry," yes, um, which I would urge uh, your listeners to go and listen to. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, but look, Jonathan. I mean, ultimately, um, he he has a loyal following here. Mm. He's got a loyal following in the United States and Europe. Uh, um, he he tours the world, various festivals. Uh, he's a household name to a lot of jazz uh, aficionados. Yeah. Um, he still records albums. He still makes music. But this is a guy who's now earned the right to kind of make the kind of music he wants to make. And a lot of that music uh, is is about being a proud South African and also just highlighting the beauty of South Africa. And, and earning the right to record when you're ready. Absolutely. Not, not because it's time. Come on, there's no now. pressure. And, yes. and for me, I, that for me is always the best, uh, yeah. the, the best music because it's just it's, it's just happening. Yeah. The, um, no one's being like, you have to record yes. this and you must give me a number yes. one hit. Yeah. He, he, he doesn't have that pressure anymore. And that's, look, I suppose that's what happens when you have a hit like Lies, mm. to be honest. Listen, it was been lovely. Thanks, RJ. Thank Anytime. you very much. Uh, it's three o'clock, guys. Let's do this again on Monday.